The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Beijing is training for a blockade on Taiwan, utilising what they call the Anaconda Strategy. And concerns are rising over whether China will try to seize control of the island's indispensable chip-making industry by military means. Now, for more on what's happening there, I'm joined by author and journalist Ian Williams. Ian, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, we saw the military exercises uh, by the People's Liberation Army, in other words, the Beijing Army, um, and uh, thoughts where they're preparing to, uh, you know, exercise an invasion strategy. But it may not be that. No, I think that sometimes there's an oversimplification because we tend to look at the Chinese military build-up, which on the face of it, is unprecedented in, in peacetime. The amount of money they're pouring into modernizing and expanding their armed forces with, with a distinct focus on Taiwan. And a lot of the discussion is about when that invasion will or will not come. Uh, we saw the, the, the foreign ministry, Joe, foreign minister Joseph Wu yesterday speculating that it could come by 2027. U.S. military leaders have, have also engaged in this sort of guesswork over when China, when Xi Jinping might be ready to launch some sort of invasion. But in many respects, it, it's, already, it's already happening. Uh, and the anaconda strategy, as it's been dubbed, is a strategy to slowly squeeze the life out of Taiwan in, in numerous ways. And this includes the military exercises, the almost constant military intimidation that we've seen. And much of that is focused, yes, some of it is on striking targets on Taiwan, but it's also about embargoing the island, about shutting it down, about preventing um, cargo, boats, flights um, onto Taiwan. And it's supplemented by cyber attacks, by misinformation, um, and a general strategy to try and undermine morale on the island. And this is already happening now, uh, and it's in many ways a far more difficult strategy to combat than, than would be an invasion, which would be very well signposted. Now, uh, the, the problem, I suppose, for China in uh, mounting a naval blockade, you know, to stop stuff going in and out of uh, Taiwan, would be that there would be presumably a corresponding response from the United States and all the stuff that uh, the U.S. imports from China would be stopped in its tracks? It would be difficult. And the chips, of course, are a classic, the microprocessors, because um, Taiwan provides 90%, produces 90% of the world's top-end chips and well over half of the more standard type. And, of course, China imports a lot of those from Taiwan, as does the rest of the world. So an embargo could be uh, damaging to China as well. And clearly the, 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 it's, it's inconceivable that other liberal democracies would stand by and allow um, Taiwan to be embargoed, to be squeezed in this way. But the question comes, how do they combat that? What is the trigger point? Um, clearly, we've seen these exercises which are building to a form of embargo. But where do you trigger the point where a response is yeah. made. Um, it's a very difficult one for, for commanders and for other strategists who are trying to figure out how best to support Taiwan.
Now, we've all heard of Intel, we've all heard of Apple and uh, other uh, people who use semiconductors or manufacture them. Uh, Relatively few people have heard of TSMC, which stands for Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company. And this is the the company who makes most of these very, very high-end chips. And the Americans want them to move some of their activity uh, to the United States. That's right. I mean, they've been called the most important company you've never heard of. Um, They are a very big company, a very important company. They're a contract manufacturer, which means you won't find their name on the chip. They make them according to designs that come from others. And of course, Apple is a a massive uh, customer of theirs. Uh, There was a joke doing the rounds in Taipei when I was there last year, which went something along the lines of what are the two most essential things for life on Earth? of which the answer comes air and Taiwanese chips. Um, it, it's, it, they really are indispensable. A, uh, the, the dark humor on the island, um, uh, another one goes, where should we run to in the event of an invasion, to which the answers come, well, let's go up the hills uh, or maybe down the metro. Uh, but the, uh, the, the third answer comes along, no, let's, let's hide in a chip factory because they won't possibly be hit because they're simply too important to the world economy. So this is a terribly important company. And the U.S. is trying to go down a fine line of persuading Taiwan to relocate some of the top-end factories in the United States. Japan is also putting pressure on Taiwan, as indeed is Europe. There's a rumor of of the company investing in a, a German plant. But this is causing, in turn, unease in Taiwan because, of course, they see this industry almost as a a part of their defense, as a silicon shield that's been described. So on the one hand, they understand why the world wants to diversify and to reduce the risk. But on on the other hand, they don't want to to lose their silicon shield and uh, and want to ensure that the vast majority of the top-end chips continue to be made in Taiwan. Now, uh, the the question of what would happen to those factories if the Chinese did physically invade, militarily invade Taiwan uh, in order to get their hands on those, but also to do the whole reunification thing with the mainland China, one China and all that sort of thing. Um, but uh, bearing in mind what happened in the Nord Stream gas pipelines, one and two, and the suggestion that maybe the Americans were behind it, uh, maybe conspiracy theory, maybe not. But the point is that the Americans have indicated that if China came in, they would bomb the chip factories uh, to oblivion so that the Chinese would not have access to them. Well, the former national insur- um, security advisor to Trump uh, has publicly said that you know we would rather destroy these plants and allow them to fall into Chinese hands um, because they are so important. And of course, the, the China's domestic chip industry, which is large, which is vast, because of course China is the world's biggest consumer of chips because of all the, the electronics there. But that industry in China is still maybe a decade, several generations behind the most modern chips. And although China is pouring money into the industry, um, it's, you know, it's taking a long time to catch up and they're chasing a moving target. So arguably, uh, the more China feels its domestic chip industry is being squeezed, uh, the more incentive they've got to, to grab the world's most modern factories. Um, although, of course, the Taiwanese themselves point out that those plants on Taiwan are integrated into a global supply chain, 
with most of the design taking place in, in Silicon Valley and most of the equipment being produced in the Netherlands or Japan. So it's not quite as simple as just moving in and grabbing the factories because there is a, a complicated supply chain behind it. Um, but clearly there are, you know, there are real concerns. This, this is an indispensable part of the global high-tech economy. And to many people, particularly those in the United States, it is inconceivable um, that this should be allowed to fall into the hands of China. Now, uh, Taiwan does uh, have a defence for the island. It's not a a small population by, say, the comparison with European countries, but it must be almost 60 million, small in comparison to the total population of mainland China. Um, What sort of uh, military do they have and what is what they're calling their porcupine defence? Well, it, it's about twenty, it's about twenty-three million. The population. Twenty-three so million. It is, it is, it is tiny compared with with China. Um, por- the porcupine strategy, uh, which has been given an enormous boost by the war in Taiwan. The idea is the war in it, Ukraine. Uh, I think it's in Ukraine. Yes, I'm sorry. It, it, it's because it is asymmetric warfare. You're you're taking on a rival which, on paper, is far more powerful than you and which has far more numerous and and, uh, apparently superior military. And you do it in a way which is more innovative, which relies on smaller, more mobile, but highly lethal lethal systems, um, like Stinger missiles, like smart drones, um, like smart mines, um, things that can be easily hidden along the coast and designed to cause maximum damage and to make the price of an invasion very, very high. And the, the name porcupine strategy comes from the idea that you would make the island indigestible, that it would be very difficult to swallow the island um, without paying an enormous price for it. And of course, people in Taiwan will tell you that uh, because Xi Jinping has invested so much of his credibility in uh, recovering, as he would see it, the island of Taiwan. It's central to his idea of China's reunification. And it's it's a very important element for, for him. And for him to try and to fail would probably be the end of him and very possibly the Chinese Communist Party. So, you know, the stakes are very, very high. Finally, Ian, what of Macron's remarks that, you know, Europe should not be dragged into any military spat between China and the United States over Taiwan? Well, it's, I, I think it's impossible that they wouldn't be, uh, because Europe's interests are in every car, in every computer, in everything which uses a chip. You can't not have a, a part to play or a concern and an interest in, in the future of Taiwan from a purely economic and self-interested point of view. Uh, but also, I think it would be inconceivable that Western democracies f- would feel they could abandon a fellow democracy. You know, this isn't just a, a country with an authority. This is a, an example of possibly one of the world's most successful liberal democracies, an open, freewheeling place, Taiwan. And it's hard to imagine that countries would simply abandon that. And then you take on top of that the, the economic impact, but also the strategic location of Taiwan um, upon important uh, trade routes. And I, I think yeah, Macron in many ways is playing to a different audience, and he, he enjoys the attention of parading around on the world stage. Um, 
but I think that it's impossible to imagine that Europe would not see uh, an assault on Taiwan as being something they to be concerned about. And in fact, I think moving away from what Macron says in Brussels, in Berlin, in other European capitals, there is quite a considerable debate now over Taiwan and in trying to draw up some sort of coherent European policy uh, about the, the, the future of the island. And uh, and also, which goes some way to sort of challenge the Chinese narrative about reunification, because, you know, it's easy to, to accept that language. But when you look at it more closely, it's better described as recolonialization, the, you know, the one China policy, China's claim over Taiwan is, you know, when you examine it closely, uh, it, it's pretty dubious. You know, history didn't begin on the island in 1949. It's not some sort of leftover business of the Chinese Civil War. Taiwan has its own very rich history, culture, and a history of successive colonizers, of which China was one. So it's very important, I think, not to fall into that trap also of using the Chinese language on this. But clearly, I think in European capitals, there is now a growing realization that they have to, um, leaving Macron's comments to one side, they have to to come up with a more coherent policy towards the island. And you're seeing a, a lot of positive uh, as Taiwan would see it, sentiment, particularly in the in the Baltics, in Eastern Europe, where they kind of recognise a bully when they see one. Yeah. Ian, thank you very much for joining us, author and journalist Ian Williams. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at nine a.m. on News Talk.